Anything. This is the podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. Uh, very exciting. We have a whole gamut of confessions. It's just really, I've, I don't know why I'm saying all this, but I don't know. It's, it's been a lot of dark ones, but lately more light ones. And you know what? I kind of want to redo this intro, but I won't. I'm just going to power through it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was up late last night. This I'm so excited for this guest. I've been trying to get him on for a bit. Um, and just, just a very charming lively lights up the room comedian uh in los angeles i wish i asked you what you wanted to promote oh you have a live show at the improv lab yeah called what now it's what noah finling what's up hey guys how are you i'm good Aww. stressed i know you did i i was gonna ask when you walked in because you, you you did look a little stressed but like i feel like that's a rude thing to ask yeah what's your take on that i feel like i get a little bit you know what I don't feel like I look stressed. Yeah. But I must be. I, mu- I mean, the if you energy, thought that. It wasn't yeah. even like. Because I hate it when people are like, you look tired. Because then you're just saying, like, you look like shit. Yeah, you and, look like shit. Yeah. And that's not what I meant. But there was an energy. Like, it was like a. Like, hey, like. I think what I. I'm, I can be very despondent. Like, uh-huh. I can. I, I'm always in my head, like, a lot. You know, especially like. Like I will just drive in my car in silence. Oh yeah, for hours and not realize it. <laughs> and it'll take someone being in my car to be like, "Do you listen to music or do you just sit <laughs> here and just think?" And so I think like I kind of can carry that into like into other things and just kind of be thinking about something. And uh, I think that's what people may pick up on. Oh sure, like you're so, just introspective. Yeah, I'm just thinking about whatever you know. What I've been thinking about is what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. on this podcast, but I think I I can do that. But yeah, whenever someone says like, "Oh, you seem so stressed," and I'm not, I do get a little <laughs> bit annoyed. Yes, I'm like, you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Fuck well, you. I think because normally you're such a um, easygoing person. Like your energy yeah. usually is very like like Light. like yeah calming yeah. and happy and you're always kind of upbeat and so, yeah. so maybe i just caught caught that difference but it's not it's not necessarily i don't know i sometimes yeah. i am feeling bad if someone calls it out i'm like oh my god yeah thanks for asking thanks for asking no i mean i, I was <laughs> i also was trying to build up some of the stress oh, so okay. when i came onto this podcast it would feel like raw and like oh, honest and real okay well before we get to yeah, that yeah. I, I do like to start with a good confession okay. it starts on a positive note is there something good you'd like to confess um okay yeah sure i, I would never <laughs> i hate doing this i don't i think if you do a good deed you should go to the grave with it but for this podcast <laughs> that's well that's a lot of people think that yeah. and i think well actually a lot of people don't think that yeah. but i but i agree with you and that's why i like to do these good confessions. yeah like i'm one of the people who donates to a, a like a gofundme anonymous yeah i tip when uh the barista turns around yeah 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 <laughs> Um, so I was at, in West Hollywood the other day and I had just, there were, there's been a lot of articles like on Facebook and stuff about like the homeless population in LA, uh-huh. like that the summer is going to be really high and a lot of them will probably, will unfortunately maybe pass away from starvation and uh-huh. dehydration, whatever. So a lot of the homeless population is getting kicked out of downtown, which is where a lot of them were because, you know, the cops are trying to just move them out and they're coming to Echo Park and West Hollywood and just kind of going to different parts of LA. Uh-huh. And I was in West Hollywood by the 7-Eleven across from like the Surly Goat and oh, Delilah's. Yeah. 
and they, they actually do something at that 7-Eleven. They play classical music really loud <laughs> because I guess there's some study that it keeps homeless people away what yeah like they're like i think it's like they think like they, they either it's like really annoying to hear the same song over and over again and they're like i have to like leave or it's like uh oh i'm oh this is like where this is rich people music and i'm not supposed to be here it's really fun it's really like so I, stupid. I hate even the fact that we call them homeless people yeah yeah it just puts them in a different category yeah, yeah, of yeah. like oh they're not people like, yeah 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 it's, but, it, yeah. i mean it others them you know it's yes. like yeah um but so there was this guy is a kid i mean honestly he was my age i mean maybe even younger than me and he i never have cash on me ever yeah i just am always using my credit card mm -hmm. so i just never have cash and he was like do you have any money and i was like i walked out of the 7-eleven he was like do you have any money and i was like no and i keep walking i'm like i'm like i'm sorry i don't have any cash on me i keep walking and then I just remembered that article and I was like, and this guy, he just see, he was like, just, he was just like my, he seemed like a peer of mine, you know, he was yeah. just like someone who had a string of bad luck. And I thought about the article and I was like, I cannot let this person die tonight. Like, not yeah. that they would, but that's where my head goes that like, if I don't, so I was, I went in, I went to him and I was like, Hey, do you want to get food? I'll just, you know, I have my credit card. You could just pick out some stuff. And I went in there, I went back in there and the, and I was just like, yeah, just pick out a couple things. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, can I have a hot dog? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, can I have uh, cheese and salsa? And I was like, that's like a weird choice, but if you want it, go for it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go do, do it. And he, and he it topped it off and I was, you know, I was like, get some water or whatever. And yeah, and I just, Aww. I just slid it and slid the card. Uh, and I, and I was, uh, yeah, that's my good confession. That's I did great. That, yeah. I think that's a really great thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like he, I don't know. It's like food to me, like is like just as good as currency. Yeah. I mean, that's what you need. You need money to buy. Yeah. And if you're starving it's like, that's the only thing you can think about. Yeah. It is right. I recently was home and I was talking to my parents about this cause they're, they're like immigrants so they have their own struggles, but they also are like a little privileged because they're very educated yeah. and they moved here for grad school. And um, they, they, it's not that they don't like homeless people, but they generally are of the like, they just don't really deal with them, you know? Yeah. And, and I realized like, especially people who live in the suburbs, they have this idea of like homeless people as like, it's a bad neighborhood if you see homeless people. Right, right, right. And I had to tell my mom, I was like, you know what's crazy is if you see a homeless person and you're, you have a house, like, and you, th and you think at all, like, ugh they're dangerous or they're here you're like part of the problem and it's hard yeah. not to because of course we you know are afraid of what we don't know and it's a stranger but it's like gosh the whole idea of being like i have a house and this person's out oh and th and then they go like oh they're dirty right and you're like yeah no they don't have a house if you yeah. think a homeless person is dirty and you have a house and you're not saying like come in and take a shower like what's wrong with you like yeah, just yeah i mean it's not like you have to stop every time i know that's gonna that's hard but it's just taking the mental um, note of like not thinking of them as like, oh, they're so gross or whatever. Right, right. Just saying, okay, that's really unfortunate. I mean, it's ridiculous to be like, I have a house, so I'm a good person and, I'm, yeah. and I don't do anything wrong and I'm not dirty, but this person doesn't have a house, so they are those things. I mean, if you look up in the Hollywood Hills, half of those people are pedophiles, like oh are just terrible people. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's just, that's a ridiculous notion. I mean, like, but I get it. You, you, you live in a secluded 
suburb where you don't see a lot of those things and you and you're afraid of what's different than you and they don't they obviously don't look like you because they're they can't clean themselves and they can't yeah. do all these basic needs so it's like it's just easy to pick apart um i even hate like in comedy like it's like a lot i feel like a lot of like new comedians yeah. will like have like homeless people bits. i think i probably did when i started out i'm I sure i did too recently i heard someone say unsheltered is i, I don't know if that's actually a nice better word yeah but unsheltered. I, do, I don't like saying homeless people because now there's so much yeah, it's like in comedy, it just feels yeah. like a punchline to be like, oh, a homeless person said yeah. this to me. Can yeah, you believe yeah, yeah. it? And you're like, mm, I'm, like they're just a person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unsheltered. Yeah, That's a better word. Yeah, unsheltered, maybe yeah, I'll say without that. Sheltered. But I think it's the whole idea of labeling. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer. I, it's yeah. like I, I obviously can't open my door to everybody, but I, I think it's having the moment of compassion and saying like, okay, it's not not hating someone for not having things yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah. but even like me like i don't have a lot of money and i'm amongst my friend group i feel like i get made like i'm whatever anyone people expect me to say no to things a lot yeah because i i am not i try to be financially um just like frugal yeah and just like Uh not spend more than my means and when I tell, and some of my friends who don't do comedy are are maybe making a little bit more money yeah. than me, or living a life like they do, which is usually the case, uh-huh. will ask me to do something. I'm like, nah, I, I can't really afford that this week or whatever. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, like that's like an ex- like that's not a reasonable excuse to not do something. <laughs> like, what? You can't wait. You really can't afford. Like, what are you? Are you okay? No, I'm. I'm. I, I'm okay. <laughs> You're manage. You know how to manage your your own resources yeah, yeah it's like it's not even like i don't have enough money to do this it's like i want to spend my money on this not yes. that yeah and even like the fact that to make to prove your point of just like when someone doesn't have anything we like we're like or have the thing that we have we're like what how right. do you not have that or how come <laughs> you can't do that you know it's yeah it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, this is also a, a therapy-themed podcast. Love started. it. So do you go to therapy? I do. I actually started going to therapy this last year. Oh, wow. Uh, your first time in your whole life? Yeah. Okay, how's that whole been life. going? It's good. It's really good. I've taken a little bit of a break just because of insurance sure, yeah. changes. Um, and uh, Were you going like every week for a bit? No, I was going like every other week. Okay, that's good. Yeah, every other week. Um, I don't go as often now because part of it is money and then schedule. And then some of expensive. it is... Yeah, mine doesn't take insurance. I've been trying to move. But also we started the process of doing EMDR, uh-huh. which is like a, it's a whole different thing. And, and What's so, that stand for? I don't even know. It's, w- but it's the that? one where they know. go into your like deep trauma and uh-huh. kind of, they don't erase it. I call it the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, but they don't really erase it, okay, but they okay. reprogram the memory. Okay. Basically. So it moves from, I think, left brain to right brain. Do they use like a machine? Kind of. It's not like a, it's not like a literal erasure, but they, ho- they hook uh, you up to a thing that measures like, pul- like pulses yeah. and it's supposed to use like this pattern of pulses to Trippy. move this memory over to um where it's not traumatic anymore uh-huh. and so then it just becomes another memory wow yeah but the, i a big part of the preparation is you have to go through your whole life history so i'm like in the process of that and also knowing i want to leave her yeah, yeah so yeah. i do feel like it's like a breakup where i'm like 
I um, where we have a vacation plan. Yeah. And after this vacation, <laughs> I will break up with her. Uh, but I need to get through this vacation. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it feels. With my, I really like my therapist, but it's I've never gone to therapy. Like I, I think I wanted to growing up, and I. Why did you want to? Why have I suddenly wanted to? You said to? you didn't want to or you wanted to? I wanted to. Yeah, well, as a kid, you wanted to go to therapy? Yeah, I think it was a little bit of, like, some toxic masculinity. Okay. Um, You know, being like... Is your dad a therapist? No, no. no. Okay. I have, a, have bit a joke about, about it? Okay, I, that's what I thought. I was my, like, I feel but like... my dad, for a long time, you know, he was, like, my... Tri- you know, he was someone I would talk to a lot about these things. And he was great at dealing with it. You know, he was uh-huh. he was a real... my. Dad's a great guy and had a, has a lot of good insight. But I think it's um, – I think for a while I was kind of like, I don't need a therapist. Like I got – I just talked to my dad. Uh-huh. And I think I was like, you know what? Maybe I should talk to someone else who, you know, is completely unbiased yeah. and completely, you know, just see – just a new perspective. Yeah. You know, maybe that would be good because, um, yeah, it's like – my dad is not a trained therapist and uh-huh. though he is very insightful and sort of like a life coach <laughs> type you know it's also what i'm finding with this new therapist is i've been going to her for about like nine months or whatever mm-hmm. and i really like her i think she's great but i am like i feel like i should go see someone else because i you just i don't know if she's the only person you've been to yeah she's yeah. the only person i've been to so i'm like it's like that dating thing of like, do I really want to like settle down with my first girlfriend? You know, like it is good to test around. Yeah, yeah. I've been through a few. This one is fine, but uh, it's not my favorite. I, I really like my New York one, but she like dealt, dealt with kids and then she just took me because I was in crisis. Uh-huh. And then I noticed all her patients were children. She's like an art therapist. <laughs> yeah. And so she has all these like crayons around, but she's like what I needed at yeah, the time. Yeah. But, but I was like, oh, I think I, I get along with people who deal with like children. Mm hmm. Because I think I'm still like, I didn't go as a kid. And so I have like all this stuff that I'm like, you need to tell me what to do. Yeah, I do. I feel like I have some of that too. Because I didn't go as a kid. And I feel like there's just like, I think I was getting to a point where what, what, the reason why I was, neat was like, I, I'm going to buck up and go to therapy. Because there's mm-hmm. that, I feel like everyone has that time period between their, where they're like, I'm going to go to therapy. And then it's like five or six months later <laughs> that they actually start looking for a therapist. And then it's like another five months until they like find one. Cause yeah. it's like another, it's a whole, it is like a project to find a therapist. It's you know? very ha- hard. I have to say the one thing to me that does bug me about um, finding a therapist is how hard it is to start. And nobody, especially if they're, they're full, they'll, there's no like, oh, but are you okay? Like, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. like, let me refer to your friends. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get into group therapy for uh-huh. a very specific um, thing that just happened. And I, it felt like I was in crisis mode. And I reached out to like maybe 10 places from online and Rex, And a few of them just didn't respond. Yeah, a, a lot few, of people don't respond. Some of them responded and said they were full. Another one recommended a different person who I also called who was also full. And then someone else was like, I'm on hiatus. And I started feeling like, you know what? Maybe the universe doesn't want me to get help. Right, yeah. Which is crazy because it's like, that's dumb, Teresa. Yeah. Like, if things are hard, just push through it. But, yeah. but it did make me feel like I hate the system because not only were they just like, sorry, we're full. Like, there was no like, do you want to talk for five minutes? Like, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like. Are it, you okay? Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it was really. Let me pass you along to someone else I know. It made me feel like, oh, like, people are like, this is, people are fucked. Like, yeah. <laughs> And it's nobody's responsibility, but as a mental health professional, I just think if someone's reaching out like in crisis, I do kind of think like, I don't know, like how do you just a hearing a no is like, 
and then hearing 10 no's it's like so yeah especially if you're you know fortunately i'm i don't have like depression you know Mm -hmm. really but like if you do you you might take it personally you know you you might you might be like oh nobody it's that thought of like the world is meaningless. This person doesn't want to help me. I'm unhelpable. And yes. why am I here? You know, I did take it that way. Yeah. And, you know, now, you know, and, and I've gone through enough lows to at least like take a step back and say, like, I'm feeling this way today. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it's hopeless. But you know what? If it's hopeless today and it's hopeless tomorrow, then whatever I'm thinking of doing, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. So I wait. And then so I, I've now noticed if I wait a few days, it comes back up uh-huh. which is the only way to get myself through it but yeah. it is cra- it's very scary because when you do have those thoughts you're like well uh, this is it it's like it's like so final yeah um i think the best way to get a therapist though for people out there is to ask your friends yeah who they see and who or who they who like have their friends ask their friends so you're not going yeah, to your you friend's go therapist. To your same. There is like a therapist that sees a bunch of comedians um but i i think friend yeah asking friends for referrals is very good it does yeah you know why i think you should find a therapist before you're in crisis because when you're in crisis and it's hard to do it you just take it as a sign right as like well all hope is lost but if yeah. you look when everything's okay and then you don't go every week but you have this relationship you can call that person yeah you could be like hey can we book an appointment yeah that's and then what... they'll, they'll make time if you have a relationship right yeah and if, so with this person i i was just feeling i was feeling very like just this pit in my stomach where uh-huh. I think my anxiety was manifesting so much. And it, it had a lot to do with, um, I, I, I just am having a bit of like this like quarter life crisis, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, uh, I'm sure, you know, all of you guys have gone through it, but you're like, you're, you're calling me old. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm like, you're realizing. <laughs> I am older than you, yes. You're, but you're like realizing or going through it. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're realizing like, what am I doing? Where is this going? Am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. You know, and then also like, um, just like for me, I have being a, I'm like pretty far away from my family. And I always am like, I was like just getting to a place where I was like really tearing myself up for mm-hmm. it because of it. Like just feeling so guilty and not enjoying the life I have here and like uh-huh. not being in the moment and just being like beating myself up like I'm a bad brother I'm a bad son I'm a bad you know like because I'm not here and I've given up on all them and they've given up on me and like oh man that sounds so painful to go through yeah and I was really I mean it's like ridiculous because it's like not true at all it's obviously not true and nobody's ever really you know made me feel that way intentionally but I was like I gotta go talk to someone about this because this is no way to live life (sighs) like if I'm gonna live here I should I should, you know, enjoy it. You yeah. know, I shouldn't like be thinking about where I should be. Um, so yeah. And then I saw a therapist and it was like within like two or three sessions, I like remember coming home to my girlfriend and be like, all right, I think I'm good. I don't think I need to know. <laughs> I'm she's cured. Like, yeah. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you got to keep going, you yeah. know? Um, and I did. And like, and I, it was good. Cause like through the weeks, I just like make notes of things that like bother me or yeah. like, or like, um, Really good with relationship stuff. If you oh, have like yeah, like romantic relationship stuff, and you're uh-huh. like, I don't know how to talk about this in the moment. I don't know if this is this a problem. Whatever. Uh, what's the best way to talk about this? Like, I'll talk about it with with my therapist, and then like she'll equip me with like, don't worry about that. 
this is a good thing and it's good that you brought this up and here's how you can approach it and here's the compromise and here's you know yeah and it helped so much um with that yeah my therapist gave me a lot of tools i mean i think even in the last year i've like learned a lot just the whole idea of bringing things up in the moment like i always would repress feelings or be like i don't like i would just um get mad at myself for getting emotional about uh-huh. situations and then uh, be like, well, I'm, I'm the problem. Because yeah. Why can't I just be normal? Yeah. Then she was like, no, you just, you should bring up your feelings, especially if you're in a relationship. And so then I started doing that. I'm like, you know, this thing made me feel hurt or this, I feel like this way. And then it's always uncomfortable, but then you just feel better. Cause you're like, it's my truth. And, yeah. and, uh, and I think it's so important to do that, but well, it's very scary. Cause you, there's always this irrational fear that I'm going to say this thing and then you're going to leave me. Yeah. Or I'm being crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I think if you're dating someone who who's really like your teammate and your, your mm-hmm. partner, then you can like, even if you are being crazy or if you're being too sensitive, you can like that person, you can discover that through yes. telling that person in a, in like a non emotionally abusive manner, you know, like you yeah. can like kind of talk it out and be like, I know I'm being crazy. Is this a thing? This is not a thing. You're not crazy, but wink, wink, you are being crazy, <laughs> you know? It's um, interesting, too, because it made me feel like, because uh, I, I approached my last relationship that way where I like brought up things as I felt them, and there were things that I did feel crazy for, and then later in hindsight, I found out like there were, like I was right about yeah, like, yeah. certain things I was being lied to about. Yeah. That's why I felt so crazy, but... I'm very glad I brought them up as they happen. And even though I was told a lie back, I didn't I didn't later regret like, oh, why didn't I bring it up? Because I was like, I brought up everything. So when I go back and look at everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, all my feelings were totally valid. Yeah. And now it all makes sense once you find out what yeah. actually happened. My therapist has also helped me like not teach me to like not act on my insecurities. Uh-huh. You know, like they are not, they're in my head. And to, um, also my brother has a, we he's kind of his therapist taught him this thing that I really like. If you like treat all your problems like a court, like a like they're in court. Oh, okay. And you would be like, okay, uh, first <laughs> case is uh, Noah. Um, let's say one of my many anxieties. Noah's uh, not. Nobody likes Noah at work. Uh-huh. And then you're like, okay, if you were a, a lawyer, you'd be like, okay, what evidence do I have to show the judge of that? And you'd be like, nothing. I don't have anything <laughs> to show that. And you'd be like, uh, okay, maybe I shouldn't worry about this. Oh, I like that analogy. You I've never I mean? heard that. Because you're, it, it, it's true. It's like, if I had evidence, if the lawyer was like, well, this person said this and this, and they behaved this way. And I can be like, okay, that's reasonable. Now, what is the verdict? Go talk to that person uh-huh. or get out of that situation. You know, make make a choice. Yeah. Um, and if there's no evidence, then you're like, this is in my head. I'm spiraling, you know? Yeah, um, no, that's a great way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, because also, I, I, yeah, I don't want to um, write off all feelings because sometimes, yes, you are in situations sometimes where people are around you are doing stuff. Yeah. But I think then you can come to that conclusion. You uh-huh. can say, well, uh, the evidence is all here, so yeah. I shouldn't be in the situation. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I yeah. should probably leave. And yeah. if I don't leave it's my fault yeah um yeah well okay so speaking of all confessing and yeah. therapy, is there anything you would like to tell me Noah? uh yes <laughs> the source so, of your stress i have been my girlfriend and i moved into a, a beautiful apartment and uh there was a huge cockroach infestation and we've been 
living in and out of it for the last 10 days. Oh, man. And it's uh, been really, really stressful. And there's like a whole story. I mean, I could tell you the whole steps of it all. Yeah, let's get into it. I'm so sorry. That is very stressful. I've dealt with pests before in my life uh when i lived i studied abroad in paris and i got fleas there Um, and it was like oh my god yeah because it was carpet i don't know and it was a nightmare and i was like in a foreign country and then uh in new york years ago we got bed bugs once and it like gave me ptsd oh my god yeah you still probably can't lay in bed without thinking that they're crawling on you yeah i mean i'm so like it made me be like everything's so clean paranoid i never like have carpets like it's it's insane i mean yeah to my I guess to my credit, since then, I've never had any more pests because I'm so crazy, like, yeah. neurotic about it. But it really does fuck with you. It really <laughs> messes your head because, you, you know, your home is where you're like, this is the place I can let my guard down and I yes. can completely relax and just, just get back to myself. And when you have a rodent or a vermin or a pest or disturbing that, it seems, like, so silly. Like, when I tell people I always am insecure, they're like, Oh, they think I'm being like hoity-toity or like I'm being like a bitch or whatever. Just like can't deal with it, you know. It's and I'm like, and it is. It's really affected us. Like it's how, really, yeah. How big is this infestation? So we get so okay. So basically, what happened is we see this apartment, and yeah. there are people still living in it when we see it. But okay. the 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 tenants are not there; they're out. Uh-huh. But the apartment is they're really messy people and they're disgusting and they've left like food out and there's dirty dishes and it's like two boys who Uh don't clean and my girlfriend and i look we like the apartment and it's in a good area and the and the landlord's like don't worry about this mess like we're gonna clean this up he was like this (laughs) israeli guy he's like don't worry we'll clean it up it's okay you know he's like it's gonna be fine yeah. And we're like, okay, great. We want this place, like, under the condition that it will be completely <laughs> clean, which is like, a, I feel like everywhere I've lived in LA, it's always been dirty and they say, we'll clean it. And they do, you yeah. know? And we, so then, uh, that, this is like early May. Like, as we get closer to June, I call the landlord up and it's like a married couple. It's this, this, this guy and a girl, one's English and he's Israeli. And, and, um, and I, and I was like, hey, like, can we move in June 1st or at least at June 5th? And the, the, the guy was like, yeah, of course you can uh-huh. move in June 1st. It'll be ready. So I'm like, great. I did not pressure him into moving in This is sooner. like very recent then. You just moved. Yeah, we okay. just moved. I didn't pressure him into doing this. I was like, you know, is this possible? It'll be easier on us. It works out with our schedule. He was like, yeah, of course. No problem. We'll, we'll have it ready. It won't be an issue. So May 31st, we go to the apartment. We, we packed our cars up because we're oh, like, wow, we'll yeah. just dump some stuff in there um, before the big move, which was June 1st. Yeah. And we get the keys and they're like him and his wife, the other tenant and, and a cleaning lady are like fixing up the place as we're like moving in. And we're like, that's kind of weird, but yeah. okay, whatever. Thank you for cleaning it up. <laughs> and we're walking around and and it doesn't seem dirty but we haven't really inspected it we haven't like really like opened the cabinets and like yeah. you know live there so we can't see it, it seems clean and we see one cockroach and we're like oh this is hilarious look one <laughs> cockroach isn't this funny oh, remember no. what you know in 20 years of like remember when we saw the apartment <laughs> with the cockroach whatever and we're like <sighs> we kill it and we don't think anything's of it 
we, we unpack some of our stuff. We go back to our, our old place. We pack our cars up. We come back around 10 o'clock at night. We open the doors and we start putting stuff down. And I see another cockroach. Oh, no. And I see another cockroach. <gasps> and I go into the second bedroom. It's a two bedroom. And, uh huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, fancy and, and I look, and this, the room is 40 to 50 no. cockroaches. No. All oh, over my the God. place. And we are, we're, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. Just to show you how bullshit social media is, Sid and I, my girlfriend and I, took uh -huh. this picture oh outside of our place when we got the keys a couple hours before, and we are so happy. And Sid oh. says to me, "This is the happiest I've ever <gasps> been in my life." Oh. And then two hours later, we go and there's cockroaches everywhere, and oh we're like God. freaking out because we have movers coming the next day. We're gonna move in like our bed and our couch and shit. our, you know, our our shit. So I get on the phone. It's like 11 o'clock and I call the, I call the landlord and I'm like, uh, it goes to voicemail and I'm like, we got a situation here and there's a big problem and there's tons of cockroaches and we need to get someone. He picks up the phone. He picks up the voicemail and he's like, what's going on? What uh, can I help you? What's up? No. And I'm like, we have a cockroach situation here and we need to get someone here. And he's like, he was like, really? I did not know. He had no idea. And, really? Yeah, he had no, no idea. No idea. Hmm. And he and, wait forty to fifty. I'm just picturing like a like a cockroach king. Like literally, were they all like in a pile or they just were swarming? Swarming everywhere. No. Oh, Every, on the walls. On the walls. Oh, God. Oh, God. In the so... in the smoke detector. Oh, no. Um, in the we opened the oven, just like ah! crawled up. Oh, like the oven was the nucleus. Oh no! I'm like getting chills. The story gets like better. So he tells me, he's like, he's like, can, do you have somewhere to stay tonight? And I was like, yes. And he's like, okay, um, well, I'll have an exterminator come in the morning. So we cancel the movers. We push them to Sunday, right? Yeah. And we, we show up Saturday and we, we, we get there. We meet the exterminator there. And also like ex exterminators are like the weirdest people. <laughs> like they're never like, they never come into your house and they're like, hey, how's it going? My name is yeah. Jeffrey. They're always like, hey, what's going on? I'm Jeff. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, show me the cockroaches, you know? He's They're like, the, I want the bug. Yeah, he's like, I'm a bug guy, whatever. <laughs> and he comes in and he's like, you guys got any samples? And, oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, because I killed a bunch the night oh, before, which apparently you're not, you're not supposed to do. Why? Oh, because they come back to life? If you stomp on them and they're a female cockroach, oh. they will release their eggs. <laughs> and then the eggs will give birth. No. Yeah, and I'm stomping on them, <gasps> and I'm and I'm picking up. So I, I have a bunch like of the a trash. Horror movie? Is there a cockroach horror movie? There should be. <laughs> this summer, the cockroach. cockroach. The it cockroach. seems like a joke, but yeah, the roach, and it's just about like a a little bit le left like of Jaws, a joint, but with oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. So, um, so the guy comes and we show him these samples, and he's like, "Yep, German cockroaches." Like he knew exactly. <laughs> What they were, like their genus, like he knew, German like, cockroaches. yeah. And uh, he's like telling us, he's like, okay, you need to put all your, you need to put all your clothes in bags. But you um, hadn't moved in yet. We, but we moved in some of our stuff. Okay. We moved in like our clothes well, well, and, no. and like, just like stuff we could put in our car. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm going to spray. So I don't want, you don't want your clothes out for now. So put all your clothes in bags. When you move in tomorrow, your furniture, put everything in, in one room on top of like, like on top of each other oh. and don't put it near the walls. And if there is furniture, wrap it in plastic um, because they're attracted to dust. And he's like, anything that's in boxes, you need to get out of the box because 
because the box is connected with glue and glue is pure protein to these guys. Like he's, oh you know, I was like, how do you know it's pure protein? <laughs> so, so we, okay. So we, we, my, just so, like bodybuilding cockroaches. I yeah, need that protein. Yeah. They're literally like, they're, <laughs> they were like having a party. They were like fucking each other. It was like, <laughs> so the next day we, we load all our shit in. And we, and we, and the movers that we came, they were like so confused. Cause like, yeah. they're like, where do you want the stuff? And we're like, just throw it in the center of the room. <laughs> and they're like, do you want us to unwrap it? And we're like, no, don't do anything. <laughs> just literally pick it up and put it in the room. Okay. Oh my God. And they're like, okay. Like the easiest move they've ever had to do. <laughs> And, uh, and we're, you know, we're still, we're moving in. We're seeing a lot. Was there not an option to, I guess you couldn't put You had to put all your stuff somewhere. Cause you, we had to put all like, our stuff somewhere. Yeah, damn. We, we probably hindsight, we probably shouldn't have moved in at all. Yeah. Um, or, and wait and stay that where we were staying. Cause we could have done that, but you know, we were just like you kind of in a rush a, yeah. and we were, we were so excited to have our own place, yeah. you know, like at the core of this, this is like a couple that's like really excited to be on yeah. their own. And we were wanted to believe that was going to happen yeah. and that we were going to get through this. So <laughs> Sunday. So, the, so Adam, the cockroach guy, he's great. Comes Monday to spray. Uh-huh. So, Monday night, we go there to stay. Okay. We're like, well, let's stay the night. It'll be better. Oh my god! But what we don't know really is that when when they come and spray, it gets worse before it gets better. Oh yeah, they all come out because they all come out because they smell like the he puts like kind of food traps everywhere and they smell it and they come out. So Monday night it's oh fucking it's even worse. It's oh so god. bad. And I get in my head. And were they we're, in the bed? They were not in our bedroom, which was good. But that did not stop my brain from thinking that they oh, were there. No. So my girlfriend and I we can't sleep Monday night. I'm thinking there are things crawling on me and I'm like getting worried because I'm like, if we go to a new place or if we go anywhere else, we're going to bring them with us, which is not true. That's not how cockroaches spread. But I'm a freaking lunatic and I'm thinking like, we're doomed. We're going to be homeless. Nobody, we're not going to be able to get into another apartment, whatever. (sighs) So Monday night, in the middle of the night, we decide we're going to go back to the house we were at. Okay. We have a blow up mattress there. We're going to leave our we're going to take pack a bag of clothes for the week and we're going to we're going to not be here until this is more settled. Right. Until until what the exterminator does works. So, Tuesday, we do some research online and like and if I'm going too long, I'm, I'm trying no, to No, 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 you're fine. So, it Tuesday we we do some research and it's illegal it's your rights in in California. You, you, it's you're not allowed to move into an apartment with vermin. It's like against yeah. your rights. Oh, okay. So we're like, oh, we're not paying. We're not gonna. We want our rent back. Right. We're not paying our rent until like we can live here. They should maybe put you in a hotel, even right. Yeah, we were like, you see, it's like this whole thing has been like an experiment, like being like, I don't want to ask for what I need. Like, uh-huh. I don't want to ask for too much because what if I don't get this? You like. You think you're only going to get a certain amount of your demands, yes. you know? So you're like, you know, you're negotiating and you're with yourself and you're like, yeah. I'm going to ask to not pay rent. So therefore, I do not deserve to ask for a hotel. But it's bullshit. We, we, of course, we should ask for a hotel. Yes. 
Luckily, we had a place to stay, so it was like we didn't feel the need to ask for one. I, I'm like that too when I am in situations where I have every right to ask for things. I'm always like, but that's gonna make them feel bad, so then yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't. But then I have friends who I like need to be more like, who are the ones who annoy me sometimes, yeah. but also are the ones who are like with so much privilege, just like the popular girl all through high school, and will just be like, I cannot believe this happened, and always ask for like more than they should yeah, get, yeah, and yeah. then get it because they throw a big fit and everyone's just like just give her what you want yeah she'll go away and i'm like that annoys me but also sometimes you need to do that we do need that we all need to be able to absolutely the popular girl asking for too much yeah (laughs) or the popular boy yeah yeah Yeah. and or the popular boy it's the the football captain yeah we should we should have we should have no, we absolutely. We, in this, when I've been telling people this, I've been getting two things from people that have been really frustrating. One is the reaction, "Ugh, where do you guys live?" Oh, like fuck like you. Like thinking it's a shithole to begin with. Yeah, it's a shithole, and I'm poor, and of course this would happen to a poor person. It's like cockroaches can be anywhere. Yeah, it's L.A. I it's mean, L.A. It's literally, they yeah. could be in a Hollywood mansion. They could be in yes. your fucking apartment that you can't afford that you're going into debt to live in. Yeah, you know, like fuck you. This yeah. is a nice place, and it is a nice place. And then I've been getting um, yeah, like fancy hotel. I bet the Ritz gets bed bugs here and there. Absolutely, people travel all the time. You know, someone brings it in, and then they got to just take care of it. Yeah, and then I get, and then we get a lot of like, well, just get out of there and go find a new apartment. And I'm like, look, buddy, I just <laughs> gave them a deposit. Like, I don't want to leave just yet because maybe this could be figured out. Sure, and plus, if they handle it and you like the place, then it's gone. You just have to handle it. You just have That's to handle all. it. Yeah. So anyway, so Wednesday we Tuesday we're like. Um, we do some research and we call, we email them a list of demands. Yeah. One is which we're not paying rent until the vermin are gone. They took our stove because that was like a nucleus. So we were living without a stove. Yeah. And they said we couldn't bring in a fridge because the cockroaches will get into it. They're attracted to electronics. (laughs) So we don't have. They are. I didn't know that. Yeah. They'll get (laughs) their, they're attracted to like any, anything that's warm. Ugh. But they love cold too. These people, these guys, they fucking can live through anything. They will be here when we're all dead. They'll be here, <laughs> and they'll be charging rent way they're, high. You know, oh, they're so gross. So we ha- couldn't have, we couldn't eat there. We couldn't, we couldn't have internet, like because they'll get into the into the modem. Oh no! So we can't eat. We can't like there's we can't do any of these things. This place is uninhabitable. So oh. I we send them this email of demands saying. We're in our rights. You've yeah. broken our rights. We have vermin here. We can't eat here. We can't sleep. We're very uncomfortable. Um, we want the bathroom retiled. We start being like, now we start asking for shit. We want the bathroom retiled. I want some gold yeah. decorations. Yeah. I'm like, I want the I want the bathtub reglazed because it was like dirty and shit. Uh, yeah. And they couldn't clean it. So they were like, they said they reglaze it. They don't respond to this email. Um, Wednesday, I get a call from the i'm trying not to say their names but the the landlord the the british this british woman and there's so many intricate parts of the story so on tuesday the 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 landlord this british woman brings a blinds person like Uh a like a someone who deals with the blinds uh not like a blind person (laughs) brought a blind person in to be like are there really yeah yeah yeah. she's like i don't see any ask a blind person yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny that's so funny um he's like nope nope no i don't see anything yeah i don't see anything so and my girlfriend is sitting like there in our living room like on top of like our furniture because there's nothing like set up yeah and the landlord and this blinds person comes in 
a blind person feels so bad, does not want to be there. And my girlfriend's like pretty much crying. She's cried like every day. And, and, she, and the landlord goes up to my girlfriend. She goes, are you okay? <laughs> and she goes, no, I'm not. I can't sleep and I don't want to be here. And it's really disgusting. She goes, well, maybe you should go inside your brain. What? Because your brain is a treasure chest. Oh, my God. Where there are no cockroaches. No! <laughs> are you kidding me? And, she, and my girlfriend's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. What? Gets better. So oh my God. fast forward to Wednesday. She's like we, a villain from like, seriously. <laughs> like a Mary Poppins. Seriously. So we Tuesday, we send our demands. We don't get we don't get an email back. I don't think they're really on their email. I don't think they're sure. which I feel like I've never dealt with a landlord that was like tech savvy. No, they're like in their own world. They're always in their own world. You have to like really track them. You have to call them a hundred times to get them on the phone. It, that is also the worst job in the world to be a landlord. <laughs> like imagine having a weekend plan. Oh yeah, and then someone job. calls you and is like. I got cockroaches everywhere. And you're like, well, I can't take my son to, you know, M Mammoth this weekend, you know? <laughs> so, so we email our demands. We don't get a response. Wednesday, the landlord, she calls and she goes, hi, Noah. You'll be pleased to know that we've reglazed the bathtub and um, it looks great. <laughs> and I'm like, that's great. Um, I'm going to go home and shower. She goes, oh, well, you can't shower until probably like Saturday at 7.30 a.m. What? And this is like Wednesday morning. So specific. Yeah, and I start my job, a new oh job on God. Thursday. And I'm like, how do you, I, I was like, how am I supposed to clean myself? And first she goes, I don't know. Oh my God. And I'm like, you don't know? What? <laughs> and she goes, perhaps you should stand over the, the sink and what? just kind of splash water on yourself. <laughs> And I'm seriously like, are you fucking is this an alien? I know. I was like, are you? St I was like, you're joking, right? She's like, no, maybe you should do that. And I'm like, we're going to call you. Me, uh, me and my girlfriend are going to call you in, in, in an hour. So goodbye. I hang up on her. We'll call back in an hour. You just scream for an hour. Yeah, I'm literally like, ah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's insane to tell someone to do that. You splash water on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? How? That's, that's so you weren't staying at the other house, like. So we're staying at the other house okay. at this point. But you're trying to move in. So you we're could, trying yeah. to move in, um, and I'm and I'm like, I'm just like I cannot believe you could tell someone that and that's charge crazy. them rent. You know what I mean? Like we can't eat now. We can't clean. We can't clean ourselves. <laughs> that's there. like gaslighting. Like like because it's so like you're in a situation that is irrational, and you're behaving rationally with irrational circumstances. Yeah, and then she's treating you like you're irrational like i'm crazy for yes. being like i can't shower here that's what bugs me so much when people do that like that kind of cognitive dissonance because then you start to be like am i being crazy yeah for yeah that's wanting? the worst feeling but the but then you have to look at your circumstances <laughs> like it's an irrational circumstance yeah. and you are reacting rationally to irrational things i love the idea of someone <laughs> being like am i being crazy for one to shower once a day in my in the place where i live <laughs> you're like well because it can be so flooring when someone like so calmly says like oh i don't know just do this and you're like wait what like yeah did i just hear you correctly yeah, like yeah. you are telling you're acting like i asked for something crazy yeah but then she just says it so calmly and she said you it so calmly and also <laughs> she's british and and she sounds great <laughs> oh, right and they I'm don't like, shower so yeah no. they don't shower no <laughs> just no, no. Just kidding. yeah but i'm like i'm like it's so hard for me 
one, me getting like angry at them. Yeah. It, they're not going to want to work hard for me and get me the things I need. And two, it is so hard to get mad at a pleasantly <laughs> delightful English woman because <laughs> she just sounds like Mary Poppins. <laughs> and anytime I get mad, she's just like, well. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're right. Like, you have a magic spell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but see, I think it's okay to get angry. No. I, I, I know what you mean because it's like we are so used to wanting to um, not put people in an uncomfortable position yeah but in a situation like this like this is when you should be angry. i'm in an uncomfortable situation so you yes. should be too and you're angry rightfully right and i do think it's always weird to be angry because i used to have problems with that i like, wouldn't want to be mad because i'm like i don't want to put people in that position right but now when i am in if i look around i'm like i am justified to be mad i'll let myself be mad right and then the person i'm talking with will be like oh shit She's mad that right. I did something crazy. You Absolutely. Know? So I get I get mad. Yeah. And we're we call them on the phone and they haven't responded to our list of demands. <sighs> so I'm like, I call them on the phone and I'm like, hey, we are not happy. This is uninhabitable. I do not we don't want to live here. We're gonna give you a month. We're not paying for rent until this gets it um that's this gets figured out. It's, I start quoting our, like, I'm like, according to California 139 yeah, yeah, section yeah. C, yeah. like, I immediately, my voice changes. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I like Elizabeth Holmes it. I'm like, according to California, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so I, I quote the, the, our legal rights and I'm like, and, you know, we can't share, we can't eat. We want a new stove. We want new, a new bathroom, our bathroom retiled. We want a professional cleaning crew yeah. to come in here and clean up this whole place. We want the exterminator to come back every week once a week until this is gone and they're just like they're just like of course like they don't they don't want any trouble that's the thing they're like they seem to be reasonable people and they're like and they seem to not know what they're doing and you know we're educated people who looked up our rights yeah so they like don't want us to sue them they don't want any trouble so like we will handle all of this we'll figure out your rent don't worry um, and that's, and we've kind of left it where, you know, the exterminators come back, it's gotten better, but I'm still seeing, it was like 40 to 50 cockroaches a day. Now I'm seeing like uh, between eight and 15. Oh my gosh. So it's, so many. it's still so many and it's gotten better and it's not in our bedroom. Um, last night I only saw like four, uh, which was good. Oh my God. But you're just like, you, I'm like, like. It's just so heartbreaking because, like, we were just so excited to move in. And yeah. we were so excited to have this place. And I don't want to – and my girlfriend – I think I'm a little bit more tolerant of it, of the situation, only because I've been working this week. Yeah. So I have not had to be in the, ha- in the apartment as much. Yeah. So I haven't been dealing with it as much. So sh- she's kind of rightfully so, like, kind of like I can't take it anymore, you know? Which I get. So she's in Palm Springs this weekend, oh, <laughs> kind of getting some relaxation, and I'm dealing with it. Um, but it, you know, it's it, we're basically at the point where we're gonna give it till the end of this month, yeah, and then move out and break our lease. Does it feel like having each other is helpful? Because sometimes I feel like when you're in it with someone, there's like sometimes when you are by yourself, you just want to be like everything sucks but then if there's someone else you're like oh now i'll take the helper role and like comfort this person yeah and that almost like takes you out of the stress for a minute absolutely it's honestly i will say this experience has been like oh i'm dating the right person Mm -hmm. like we are right for each other because like we really haven't fought 
at yeah. all. We haven't gone at each other for like this. Like you're not taking it out on each other. We're not taking it on each other. There's been like a little bit of like, you know, some both of us like having our own insecurities and like I'm like, oh, you think I'm you think we're in this because I'm cheap and I didn't want to pay more rent, which is not true. And we talked we talked about this. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you think I want to leave because I'm hoity torty and like a prissy mm. little bitch or whatever, you know, <laughs> or princess or whatever. And I don't think that at all. And we like both were able to be like, hey, I'm feeling this and I'm feeling this. And w- w- is that true? No, it's not true. I don't feel like uh-huh. that way at all. G- great. And so that was like the only like thing we had a like, discussion about that. But like we haven't fought. We've managed to like make fun of it and laugh yeah. at it and cry and like whatever. Aww. And like, but we've also been like, there have been days where like, she's the one that's like, I'm completely freaked out. I'm disgusted. Yeah. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. And then there've been days where I'm like, I'm freaked out. I'm disgusted. I feel like bugs are crawling on me all the time. Yeah. And she's like, it's going to be okay. You know, we've like switched off taking turns being like the one that's going insane. That's so uh, important to have. I mean, I think that's why, you know, having a partner like who really can just like weather the storm with you. Yeah. I mean, in a way, like, I mean, this is so awful and shitty, but, but I don't think it should ruin your experience overall of living with her, you know, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um. But I was trying, I, this joke didn't work on stage, but I was trying to talk about like how honeymoons don't work because uh-huh. you go on a honeymoon right after you get married and it's like the happiest and you're like so in love and all your friends give you money and then, but then everything is downhill from there. And right. was, nobody liked this joke, but I was trying to say like what you should do is lose everything in a fire right after you get that's married. That's funny. Because that's going to, at some point you're going to hit a low like that in a partnership and that's going to test the relationship. Yeah. But in a way, you guys like really went straight into that. Yeah. And even though I'm sure when you moved in, you're like, things are going to get rough at some point, And then you had no idea it's going to be like right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get through this, I think things are going to feel so easy. Yeah. And I like t- you're going to be bonded. You're not going to be scared when like someone's mad because, you know, they didn't do the dishes. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, we had cockroaches. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could deal with this. We lived amongst vermin for, you know, <laughs> almost two weeks. You know, it really has been like, oh, my God, this is where this is a good thing. Like this has been we've both been able to see like, you know, it, it would be like a clear sign that we were not going to work out if we were like at each other's throats during this situation, yeah. you know, and, and we haven't at all. I've been so proud about that. Like, yeah. I've been like, wow, if that if that's the good that's come from this to show us that like, wow, we really love each other and we can. And this is like, you know, whatever, we'll figure it out. It sucks, but we'll figure it out. Um, cause yeah, I feel like there are couples that would, that would probably, this would break them up, this, yeah. you know, like they have completely different reactions to it or, or, or you just... need things to always be in this like fantasy, um, like idealism mm-hmm. cause you're like, oh, then we'll move in together and we'll be in love. And then as soon as like reality or something bad happens, you're like, well, that means it's not going to work, but really it's just things happen and yeah. you guys are able to deal with it. You get, sometimes there is bad luck. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, there was a point where we were like blame, like we, th- we were blaming ourselves. We're like, was our, was our judgment like skewed when we looked at this place? Like how, to, cause a lot of people being like, did you even look at this place? And, and There's just no like, way to know. Like they probably weren't out there when you were looking. They were not out there at all. I mean, they, the people that were living there were disgusting, but, <laughs> but like. I've seen disgusting apartments before, and also, like, when your landlord's, like, I mean, that's such a fixable thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, we'll clean it. Like, I can't imagine these people who live there, they probably saw the cockroaches. They were living amongst them. For sure, yeah. For sure Absolutely. they were there. They didn't show up overnight. And they probably didn't say anything, and I bet they moved, like, 
just imagine these kind of people probably were like, oh, too many cockroaches. Guess we'll just leave. Right. And not deal with it. Like yeah. that, they just packed up and moved they out. They just packed up and moved out. They didn't tell anybody. They're crazy. They must have been lived. I mean, they lived there for oh a while. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm like, when we got there, I mean, there was like that night because that they're nocturnal. They come out at night. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're, they're, they must have been crawling all, all around. They must have just been watching oh TV and they're just like, God. cockroach like, hey, you got a beer and like sits down next to them, you know? Oh. That, that was crazy. When, when we figured that out, when we realized that, we're like, holy they're shit. They were just living. They were just living amongst oh. it. Disgusting. Like, I was like, who are these people? Our neighbors were like, we told them about this and they were like, yeah, those guys are great. They're artists. And fuck this shit about artists being like, oh, they're slobs, they're artists. Like, no, you're not, you're not cool and you're not a fucking genius artist because you don't wash your dishes, you know what I mean? Or you don't do your laundry or you leave food out. You're disgusting. Right. You're not an artist. I hate that fucking notion. Yeah, it's, you could be an organized artist. Yeah. I'm, I'm clean and I'm an, I would say I'm in some ways sometimes an artist. Yeah, you my, know? my mind is a mess, but yeah. my, uh, my house is very neat. <laughs> exactly. So. My mind is a mess, not my fucking bedroom. That is so dumb. Like, we, we were getting that too. There, uh, so many people were like, yeah, they're probably artists. I'm like, that is not a thing. We need to we need to stop that artists. If there are any artists out there, clean your fucking room and wash your dishes. You know, like yeah, that oh God, yeah, that's probably what it is. Like you leave you you leave food out. That's where the cockroaches. That's come it. Out. I mean, you leave out. When I was a kid, my mom. I I mean, it's so funny. My mom used to be. My girlfriend loves eating in bed. She mm-hmm. loves it. She thinks it's the best thing ever. <laughs> and I grow grew up with my mom always being like, we we only ate at where the table. at the table. Yeah. That's the only time you were allowed to eat. Because growing up, I had cockroaches too. Yeah. And it's because my fucking brother was a slob and would eat in his fucking bedroom and they would come. But she used to be like, don't eat in your bed. You're going to get cockroaches and mice and whatever. <laughs> so I never ate in my bed. And now I finally have been able to convince my girlfriend to be like, you see, we can't eat in our bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, thank yeah. God we had to eat that one. I won that one, finally. Um, but yeah, so we're basically at the point where we're like, okay, we're going to we're going to weather the storm through the month. Yeah. And then if it's not see now here's the other thing. I I don't I don't expect I will still want to live there if we could get it down to like one or two a week. I'll live there cuz I feel like you live in an apartment, you wherever you go, you're going to have some bugs. Yeah, but they should be able to over like what like a month or two months get rid of it completely right yeah i think so so unless it's like god i don't even know i mean unless it's like in the walls or there's like some source but, yeah but at some point hopefully that gives you leverage so that if it ever comes back you're like no you're doing this for free. <laughs> yeah you're doing this for free yeah um my sister is very much like the person that you were describing where she just like she was like you shouldn't pay a rent at all and, yeah and i'm just like how am I going to do that? She's like, you, why would you pay rent? You're living amongst cockroaches. Te- technically, you, because you moved in when they were there. I mean, like, yeah. if you were living there and then they showed up, it right? would be a harder argument. But it was, like, such an infestation that I, I do think you have an argument there because they shouldn't be renting to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you're Until they willing, figure that out. Yeah, so you should be able to not pay rent until... It's gone completely. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they get, we're only paying half of our rent next month, which is like a good thing. But like, mm. I mean, at that point, if, it, if there's still cockroaches there on July 1st, we're moving out. And yeah. we'll just say, take, ha- take two weeks from our deposit, give us the rest back, and we're out of here. No, you, sh- you should get a full deposit back. Yeah, yeah, we should. 
<laughs> yeah. Sure. Ask for that whole thing back. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I'm not paying anything. Because you can amazing. even like, I mean, you can argue like emotional distress. A yeah. lot of stuff is going on here. That... I mean, we've been told like if we call, we've been given some numbers, yeah. phone numbers of the city. Like, oh, there's people who will help you out for free too. And, yeah, lawyers yeah. too, because yes, yeah. they'll just they'll just tack their fee onto whatever the yeah. whatever the landlord is going to give up, so we don't have to pay. Um, but it has been it's been a really emotional, stressful week. I've started a new job too. I know, wow. And, so but the job transition. has been great. And but it's also been like, wow, me and my girlfriend have never been better. Like we're so yeah. strong and and really like on the same page. So I'm like, okay, you know, maybe this isn't the worst thing. Right. And then you like you hear about like a really tragic story about like people who died in a horrific way and you're like, oh, whatever, these are just cockroaches, you know, like <laughs> you immediately go back to your problems oh, or oh, anything, yeah. you know? No, but they are because how yeah. you feel. Yeah. Everybody, larger, small problems are, they still affect you. And, yeah. Um, but I, I found that through um, going through intense trauma, like uh, it makes dealing with things like that, like getting in car crash, little things where I'm like, my whole day is ruined. Then I always have a, a easier time taking a step back and be like, well, a thing happened yeah. and it's shitty. I, the quicker I accept that the shitty thing happened, the quicker I can like figure out the steps to get through it right. and like move past mm-hmm. it. And uh, I feel like in a way you guys are, I don't want to say lucky because you're not lucky. You're very, yeah. you're very unlucky. But the plus side is that you um, realize how strong you both are. Yeah. And now if any little thing happens that stresses you out, you can be like, oh, well, I know that I can I just breathe and like, do the thing because yeah, yeah i mean i legit have not slept well oh. in like maybe like two weeks oh man i've literally i've woken up almost every night thinking that they're like <gasps> like thinking yeah. that they're like crawling on me like, that happened when i had bed bugs and we never saw them and then we called exterminators and they kept coming and saying no but then i i would get bites and then th- i was living in like a shitty basement and yeah. i definitely saw other bugs that like w- would uh were around apparently like eat bed bugs and so we finally were like, just exterminate the whole place. But I would be, I would like wake up and like turn on all my lights and flip everything over and be like, I gotta catch one. And I would never see it. And I couldn't sleep for like the whole week. And then finally, when we exterminated it, uh, I would, I was like, they're gone. But I just had PTSD. It's crazy. You can't sleep. You just feel them. You have nightmares. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like worried that we had bed bugs. Uh huh. Um, but uh, I'm, I, we don't. But even with bed bugs, so that's the thing. It's because there's a lot of shame around it too. Yeah. But with uh, even with that, you're like, you know what? It's a thing, and yeah. it, and you just have to deal with it. And once you deal with it, they're gone, and yeah. they're not gonna kill you. Yeah. Neither will cockroaches. They won't. I know. Well, cockroaches may spread disease. Bed bugs really all they do is bite. Like yeah, they're yeah. very scary. But no, they cockroaches don't. don't. They're actually really clean. Oh. I've looked. We looked it up. They're very clean. Um, and that's why they, when they have the, po- they lick their hands to clean themselves, <laughs> and that's how You've they been die. Looking at them very closely. Yeah, I've literally <laughs> been studying them. Um, I really wanna. I would. I. I wanted to do this, but my girlfriend won't let me. But like, I wanted to capture one and like oh. put it in a frame. And put no. it in our office. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> Just to always remind us to like remember these guys. <laughs> we still have one. At your wedding, you just like yeah. bring out the cockroach. Yeah, my best man's a roach. He's a my best friend's my exterminator. My best man. He's like, I remember these guys. Uh, oh my god. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. I'm so sorry you're you had to deal with it and still yeah. dealing with it. I'm glad that you um you guys are both so strong. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I have a quick game yeah. if you want to play. Let's game it out. Okay. <laughs> um, this is, have you heard of the website Post Secret? No. Okay. It's a website. It's been around since like before, like way before like Tumblr and stuff. Yeah. But it, it, people used to 
send in these anonymous secrets. They still do it, but but they used to do these anonymous secrets, and then this website would post it. It's called Post Secret, mm-hmm. and I guess it's interesting now because um, now we all want credit for stuff. But mm-hmm. back in the day, I think you just wanted to be anonymous. Yeah. Now I feel like if you post a secret and don't say who it is, um, it's a plagiarism. But, yeah. Uh, but they still exist. People send in these postcards, and so this game is based on that. I'm just gonna read. Um, a secret with some of the words blanked out and then multiple choice. You have to guess what was in that blank. Okay. Sorry. So a secret. Sorry. So this so, is so a secret. Go. So these are like, for example, someone might be like, I'm in love with my best friend's dad. Uh-huh. Um, these are the kinds of secrets on this website. Okay. So I'll read a secret I pulled from postsecret.com. Yeah. And uh, some of them are missing words. So you just have to guess what it is. Okay. With cool. multiple choice. Okay. Got it. Cool. All right. Here's the first one. My family has no idea that the only thing that has been keeping me sane these last eight months has been my blank. Is A, pole dancing class, B, weed vape pen, or C, watching Finding Nemo six times a day and going on Finding Nemo forums to discuss fan theories? I'm going to say A. It's B, weed vape pen. Oh, that seemed too obvious. That's obvious. Also, like, I smoke pot, and (laughs) I mean, sometimes it helps, and sometimes it just makes makes it it worse. worse. So I'm like, "Eh, I don't buy that. Hmm. Uh, okay. I blank to blank videos. A. Masturbate to Infowars videos. <laughs> B. Reply to YouTube videos. C. Workout to my mom giving birth to me videos. Um. A. Yes. Correct. <laughs> I get it. Alex Jones. He's a hunk. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what side are you on? Are you <laughs> masturbating to the hate? Like. Is it hate masturbating yeah, yeah. or is it like, oh, yeah, conspiracies? Yeah, like, yeah or you're like, big, big man. <laughs> he's like a, he's like, I feel like there's like a bear fetish. Like guys are like uh-huh. big and bulky. So I, I could see. He's so, I've heard the NPR episodes about him. Like ever since he was a kid, he was like, everybody was like, this guy's a psychopath. Yeah, I bet. It's crazy. He's but he freaking... used to like be like, say he was the devil. Yeah. And then he flipped it and now he calls other people the devil. He is he's just obsessed with the devil. He's literally, it's so funny. It's like, this is the fucked up society we live in because he is so entertaining to watch. The mm-hmm. problem is, is when you are attaching the entertainment to like him being like fact based, thinking he's like fact based yeah, or and like people taking action, taking action. And you're like, you're like, this guy is oh. ridiculous. He's a cartoon character. And then to think that some people are like, this guy's a genius and he gets it, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's awful. Um, okay. Number three. I married a blank, best blank of my life. A, uh, gamer, best sex of my life. B, gardener, best sex of my life. Or C, puppet, best puppet shows of my life. Um, the gardener one. It's actually gamer. Oh, wow. Would you guess it? Gamers are great in bed. I would, I would guess that. <laughs> because I feel like they probably watch a lot of porn. Oh, okay. So they're picking up moves. Oh, there you go. You know, because the gamers are online. Picking up moves from porn. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Jackhammering. You're just yelling. Just screaming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. You put gel in your hair. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like a lot of guy porn stars have always have their hair like in a mohawk or something. (laughs) You're like, what kind of porn are you watching? Um, I bet gardeners are good at sex. They're probably good at with their hands. Uh, okay. Here's the last one. I'm still going to marry you, but I can't love you after you blank for him. Cooked, or A, cooked, B, stripped, C, did your impression of Robert De Niro. Um, stripped. Correct. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I don't know what that situation is, but. Yeah, I'm uh, like, what was that? Why would you strip for someone? 
Also, like, you didn't have sex with them. You just stripped for them. Sometimes I think that's almost worse when people are like, I didn't cheat. I just got naked in front of it. But then yeah. you're like, oh, so then you were just sitting in tension wanting to fuck each other? Yeah. I'd rather you fuck them because yeah. then you, the tension's gone. you're a coward. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're a coward and you're going to always pine after this person. You yeah, know what you're I mean? always going to be thinking about this person. Um, that's yeah. why I'm always like, if someone wants to cheat, I'd rather be an open relationship. But then usually cheating is not about... Uh, most of the time when people cheat, it's more for power, not for because they actually want to fuck someone. Yeah. Every time I've been like, you can fuck people. They're like, no. And then they'll still cheat. And you're like, OK, well, great. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of I don't know if I could be at this stage in my life. I feel like I couldn't be in an open relationship. I feel like I have a lot of problems with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I get it. If that's if you're if that's something you you're into, that's or you can do. I wouldn't say into you. it. I, yeah, I yeah. would just say I prefer honesty over yeah. uh uh over I also hate that whole like tension thing. I'm like I think it's way more damaging when someone's like hanging out with someone but they're like I didn't cheat, but I'm just right, right, right. pining after her body. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. Anyways. Yeah. Uh thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh yeah, this has been great. <laughs> Where can people find you, Noah? Um at Noah Built the Ark on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Ark A R K. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter. I have a website, NoahFinlandComedy.com. Um and I am the, I'm going to be the writer's assistant on the next season of Mom. So watch, oh my God, watch Mom. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so follow Noah. And you can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod on Instagram. And follow me at Larissa T. Goodbye. <laughs>